The teenage years can be tough, especially on those who support and cheer them on. Navigating the complexities of engaging teens in a meaningful way can be tricky these days. If you find yourself nodding in agreement, you are in just the right place. Here, you'll find the tools and resources you need to support the teens in your life as they discover how to embrace their individual skills, talents, and passions to create a life that surpasses their dreams. You'll hear incredible endeavors where communities empower their youth to have a real impact on the world. This is the Changemaker Teens Podcast with your guide, Linda Johnstone, mother, activist, eternal optimist, and founder of the Changemaker Teens Project. She's passionate about helping you support the teens in your life as you work with them to find lives of direction, purpose, and meaning. Here's Linda. Hi, this is Linda, and this is the Changemaker Teens Podcast. I'm going to be switching things up just a little bit today. I was planning on talking about parents and teenagers and changemakers and all the wonderful things we can do when we work together, but there's something going on right now that is unprecedented. And just for a little bit of reference, in case you're listening to this sometime in the future, we are right now in the middle of the 2020 coronavirus global pandemic. Most of the country is on lockdown. Restaurants and stores are closed. Movie theaters, bowling alleys, shopping malls, bars, everything's shut down. If you're alive right now, anywhere in the world, you know what I'm talking about. We've been told to stay in our houses. We're on lockdown. And... We don't know when this is going to end. We don't know what the future holds. All I know is that I can't go anywhere. My kids can't go anywhere. And it is very difficult. Now, I don't know what your story is. You might be home with teenagers. You might be home with little kids. I'm not sure which is worse right now. Um, And I can say that because I have two teenagers. Well, I've got one teenager and one 21-year-old. And they're both very active and both very social and It's a heck of a time trying to get them to stay home. We've been told to stay in our houses until the virus runs its course, and unfortunately nobody knows when that's going to be. It's a really scary time. There's a lot of unknowns. I'm not just talking about the virus and what it's doing to us. I mean, for the first time in, well, forever, parents and their children are locked in their houses for an indefinite period of time. The latest projection I heard today was about six more months, and um, that's the most terrifying thing I've ever heard. And I guess it's because different parts of the country are getting infected at different rates. So even though we might be okay here in New York, uh, you know, it's going to continue on throughout the country. So we're getting prepared for the long haul, but most of us don't have any idea what that means. And here's the thing, it's not just stay-at-home moms with their kids now, it's everyone. It's executives and businessmen and women, teachers, pilots, engineers, construction workers, we're all home. And like I said before, we're not just home with preschoolers and young children, we're home with our teenagers, with millennials, with our preteens, and a lot of us are even still sharing a roof with our young adults. Did I mention this is scary? You want to try telling a 21-year-old she can't leave your house? No, neither do I. But here we are. So anyway, the other day, I realized that I had a captive audience with my teens. They couldn't get away. They could not escape. I started thinking about what I could do in this very unique situation, really what all of us could do in this very unique situation. 
Maybe all of us should do a reality check with our relationships. No matter how young or old our kids are, they are home with us and we're home with them. And what better time to just like really pay attention to how we're interacting with each other. And maybe this lockdown is the perfect opportunity for us to improve our relationships if they're not exactly how we want them to be. Just think about it. All over the world, no one is racing out the door. No one's rushing to soccer practice or horseback riding lessons or birthday parties. We're all home. We're eating meals together. We're cooking together. We're saying good morning and we're saying good night. And although right now it feels like this is going to go on and on forever, deep down inside, we know that's not true. It won't be long before we get back to our crazy, hectic, busy lives, grabbing a burger at the drive-thru on our way to whatever or wherever. And our teens, who are right now driving us absolutely crazy, are going to once again disappear. Their social lives are going to resume and take them away. So before that happens, how about we do something positive with the time that we have with them? How about we pay attention to how we speak to each other, how well we listen to each other, how we, the parents, are guiding our kids towards being responsible and independent adults. I think this is the perfect time to do a little one-on-one relationship building. And I know a good way to do that. I'm talking about a super secret parenting hack, one that our kids won't even know that we're doing. So here's the thing. I think there's room for improvement in pretty much every parent-teen relationship. It's just the nature of the beast. In fact, part of their job as teenager is to push our buttons and try to move that line that we've drawn in the sand. They need to push the boundaries as they grow towards independence. And that's a good thing, as long as they're safe and not putting themselves in any physical or mental danger. But that's another episode. We'll talk about that later. So what can we, the parents and caregivers, do to help the process of guiding our teens towards independence? What can we do right now during this lockdown to make it a little less painful for both us and them? To answer that question, let me tell you about a research project that my friend conducted several years ago. Now, I started to talk about this just a little bit on the last episode, but I'm going to go into a little more detail today. Diana Sterling is the founder of the parent-as-coach approach to parenting teens. She herself was a single mother of a wonderful son, but their relationship started to deteriorate as he approached the teen years. Does that sound familiar? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Because I think we all do. See if this sounds familiar. When Diana's son reached the preteen years, his behavior started to change. Instead of speaking in complete sentences, he communicated with grunts or one-syllable responses. He became critical, often flat-out ignored her. She would respond to him by saying, Oh, I see. You're practicing for the teenage years. Even when his friends were over and they were all acting like that, she would still say something like, Ah, more practice. Getting ready to be teenagers, are we? Something like that, you know? And one day, he actually got mad and he called her out on it. He said, Why? Do you make such derogatory remarks about teenagers? He wondered why every time he did something that she didn't like, she would say, oh, it must be a teenage thing. He accused her of labeling teens as broken and bad, and it made her realize that she had been making presumptions about what was true for all teenagers. Her son was right. She was parenting with a belief system that a teenager was synonymous with bad. Now stay with me, even if you have young kids at home, or even if you have young adults. 
This stuff is universal. It can really help you prepare for the teenage years or it can improve whatever relationships you find yourself in with your adult children. So at the time, Diana was a personal effectiveness coach and she wondered if there might be a way for her to use her coaching skills to help her son find his way during those years from preteen to independent adult. So she set out to interview teenagers. She wanted to know what everybody else was going through and what everybody else was thinking. She got together with groups of teens and asked some questions. Questions like, what do you need from the adults in your lives? How do you want to be treated by your parents and other adults? How do you want to live your life in the future? And what can you do to find meaning in your life? It was brilliant, really. Instead of the adult telling the teen what he or she needed to do, now it was the teen telling the adult what he or she wanted. And these were one-on-one interviews. Diana really wanted to listen to their answers, to understand what they were saying and asking for. Their answers were very honest and raw, but there's one thing that really got my attention. It wasn't their answers. It was the fact that so many of them were overwhelmed with the idea that someone was actually asking what they needed and wanted in life. Several teens actually had tears in their eyes at the notion of being able to design their own lives. Nobody had ever talked to them about finding meaning in their lives, about finding a purpose. Their parents were just too busy to ask. I think that might even be true for adults. I mean, how many of us really dug deep when we were deciding on a career path? Did we really make sure it aligned with a heartfelt purpose in our lives? I think most people spend more time deciding what kind of car to buy than what kind of career to pursue. Anyway, back to the teen research. Diana noticed seven themes emerge as she was reviewing their responses. She arranged the themes into a kind of message to parents sort of thing. And here's how it ended up. If you respect me, I will hear you. If you listen to me, I will feel understood. If you understand me, I will feel appreciated. If you appreciate me, I will know your support. If you support me as I try new things, I will become responsible. When I am responsible, I will grow to be independent. In my independence, I will respect you and love you all of my life. I don't know about you, but I don't think they're asking for too much. Beginning with respect and ending with independence, I love everything about that. Does it make sense to you? Does that poem resonate with you at all? Take a look at your own relationships with your kids. And again, I don't care how old they are. Is there room for improvement? The great thing about these seven requests is that they're in order. Every human relationship begins with respect and hopefully ends with independence. I don't think there's a parent alive who doesn't want that for their kids. And like I said, this is timeless. Couples that have been married for 20 years could benefit from these ideas and practices. Parents that have 10-year-olds and even younger can begin to introduce these concepts to hopefully get a head start on, shall we say, a pleasant teenage experience. So hopefully this can be at least one good thing that comes out of the coronavirus. I'm going to be discussing these seven themes in the coming weeks, and I'll include action steps that you can take with your teens or tweens or young adults or husbands and wives, whoever you're with. Healthy relationships within a family are the building blocks for healthy relationships outside the home with our spouses, our bosses, our employees. I really believe that responsible, independent young adults with purpose in their lives and causes in their hearts will be able to change the world. And we are going to get back to that just as soon as this crazy virus leaves us alone. 
but it's also important that we have solid relationships before we begin. So join me on our next episode as we talk about letting our teens know that we value them as individuals. Yep, I am talking about respect. And if you're one of the ones that think that your teen is the one who needs to respect you, not the other way around, I'm hopefully going to change your mind. Amazing things start to happen when a teen feels respected. I'll show you. Let's talk about it on the next episode. We'll see you then. You've been listening to the Changemaker Teens Podcast with Linda Johnstone. We hope you enjoyed today's show, but more importantly, that you feel inspired and supported to mobilize and ignite a spark in the youth of your community. Please like and subscribe to help others find the podcast too. We want to hear from you. Tell us your story and be part of the community on Facebook and Instagram at Changemaker Teens. To learn more about the Changemaker Teens Project or to help youth truly change the world, visit changemakerteens.com. See you next time.